Welcome to today's view, the podcast where Elton and Amrinder take a fresh look at the issues that matter to all of us. From politics to culture, from technology to wellness, our hosts bring their unique perspectives and expertise to the table, sparking lively conversations that will keep you engaged and informed. Whether you're listening on your daily commute or watching on our YouTube channel, today's view is your go-to source for insightful commentary on the latest developments shaping our world. So join us as we explore the big questions and uncover the hidden truths behind the headlines. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform and follow us on social media for updates and behind-the-scenes content. Thanks for tuning in, and let's get started with today's view. Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome back to today's view. I'm Elton. I'm Memrinder. Yeah, welcome, guys. And uh, yeah, today we're going to talk about a really big topic that's been going under the radar there. And we're talking about mental, mental health that affects basically almost everybody here. Apparently, one in five Canadians affected every day with yep. mental health. Yeah. The other stats are uh, that we need to look at, which are staggering, is, uh, you know, by the time Canadians reach um, 40 years of age, uh, one, two have uh, or have had a mental illness. So it's it's quite a big topic. Um, even young people age 15, 24 are more likely to experience mental illness and or substance use disorders than, you know, any other age group. And 39% of Ontario high school students uh, indicate a moderate to serious level of uh, psych- psychological distress, right? So yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's quite a serious topic. And this is one of those topics where not a lot of, uh, we don't talk about it when yeah. it comes to, you know, we're talking to friends, when it comes to talking to families. Yeah. This is one of those topics where everybody feels uh, uncomfortable talking about, right? Yeah, so. and, and we got these stats from CAMH.com. Mm-hmm. So it's the mental health facilities with, within mm-hmm. Canada. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty good, uh, reliable stats that you can find there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty shocking once you go through all these stats. It's crazy how underfunded mental health is and how, you know, sometimes we're not even uh, taking care of people mm-hmm. with mental health. We're downplaying things or we're not taking them as serious as it could be yeah it's it's if we don't do it if we don't take care of this it's a slow bleed that's only going to get worse so we yes uh it, this is going to cost us um more upfront but if we don't take care of this it'll cost a lot more and it's going to keep costing us a lot more and it's going to keep getting worse so today we'll talk about you know what we think why it's happening and and you know what are some of the solutions that we see that can be, we can think of yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, feel free to leave some comments uh, and, and, you know, give us feedback in terms of what you think. Uh, but, you know, we'll start off with, uh, you know, in terms of why do you think it, this is happening? Why do you think mental health yeah. is on the rise? I feel like, yeah, we have so many things that's affecting us. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm pretty sure social media plays a really big role. That is a big role. Uh, a lot of people are not interacting face to face and they're going online and they're seeing um, and some overuse of social media overuse of phone and tablets and computers and where we're not going outside we're not having those discussions we're not doing a lot of physical activity and uh, and looking at other people looking at and everybody posts fake stuff online right yeah (laughs) and and the problem is yeah it's the fake stuff there and the bullying that happens online if you you don't agree with a certain comment right yeah uh, yep. people able to dox you, they're able to find your information and mm-hmm. just harass you on, on and yeah, off. That, that, especially uh, with teens, that's a big thing is, is a lot of bullying, a lot of harassment online. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so social media is, is playing, yeah. playing a big part of this, which yeah. wasn't there in the past. For, you for know, us, you know, not for to sound decades. like we're old, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, yeah teens, when we, when teens we were nowadays. teens, uh, you know, we had the, 
the flip, flip phones. phones or something. Yeah. So it was barely uh, playing the snake game yeah. and whatnot. So it wasn't and we didn't even have Facebook or whatnot. Facebook was just starting uh, yeah. as we were in college. So it was, uh, you know, it was what's this infancy stages. And, you know, I remember opening an account and then closing it right away because I saw like how bad it can be, how toxic it can be. Right? Yeah. So, um, you know, when I still don't have a lot of social media accounts, I'm not on TikTok and, you know, I think you're not either. Yeah. Uh, we have Facebook, obviously, to stay in touch with the family and friends, and I use it for business. But otherwise, we try to not to go on these uh, social media websites. Almost like yeah, and, and and that's unfortunate for teenagers. This mm-hmm. is what this is their new reality. Yeah. they have to deal with the internet, which mm-hmm. is dealing with more people than mm-hmm. what we were dealing with, right? Yeah. Yep. So that's what kids are dealing with. Yeah. And for adults, I feel like we're dealing with inflation costs we're dealing mm-hmm. with housing crisis we're dealing affordability with, uh, yeah. and workload as well uh, yeah. i know a lot of people that have two jobs because one job is not getting them by um you know they're they're either doing a job full-time job or a part-time job or full-time job two full-time jobs or full-time job and or a side hustle uh, yeah. where as before uh, you know one person was able to work uh, be the breadwinner and uh, you were able to afford a house now it's almost like everybody's got to work and on top of that, you're not able to save enough. Like, you know, as I said, uh, uh, especially in area like Toronto and whatnot, real estate is so expensive that affording a house is sometimes out of reach for most uh, for most Canadians, right? So, yeah. Compared to, uh, what, 30, 40 years ago, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a yep. one-person job or yep. a single family with one person working mm-hmm. could afford a house. Afford and a now house. it's like both partners have to work to get this. And they this. still can't afford a house. And they yeah. St- and sometimes if you're pay, paying like a babysitter, if you have kids, then you're not, you're breaking even. So the savings is going down. The debt is going up. Um, so that's that's to do with it, right? Yeah, it, um, you know, and it's, it's a lot of things there. Like obviously inflation, food food costs, yeah, uh, yeah. the wages not matching inflation. Agreed, um, agreed. You yeah. know, and when, you, when you're when always under the threat of losing your house, mm-hmm. that, that causes social anxiety. The stress, and, it causes stress. Yeah. And the stress is probably through the roof, uh, you know, based on previous generations um, in terms of, uh, in terms of, you know, working today and being out there to be able to afford things. Yeah. And, and also sometimes people don't support each other. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like sometimes with certain generations, mental health is not taken seriously yeah. and yeah. they just play yeah. it down and say, oh, it's whatever you, you yeah, toughen, like, toughen up, right? Yeah. There's uh, been, uh, you know, some friends who, uh, you, you know, been going through this and they shared their like they, they just can't get through their family members. And mm-hmm. if they do try to talk to them, it's downplayed or not talked about yeah. or say, you know, just, just pray a little bit more or just, just do the right thing or do this. There's no listening aspect of it. There's yeah. no sitting down. So that's where a lot of people are not communicating with each other. Um, yeah. And that's having a big factor. Because certain well. cultures do view it as taboo to talk about health crisis, right? And they're like, and it well, shouldn't be, it shouldn't yeah. be. Yeah. Yes, it is. It shouldn't be. Um, and that's where we're trying to sit, you know, get the message out there that, you know, if you're suffering through this, if you are, um, you know, talk to somebody, whoever you yeah. feel comfortable with, you know, whether yeah. it be a friend, whether it be a family member, whether it be, uh, you know, colleague, whoever talking about it helps. Yeah. And I, that's why Bell has done a pretty good job with Let's Talk mm-hmm. uh, campaign. Yep. Uh, obviously, it's raised awareness of uh, mental health, <laughs> but I still feel like it, there's more to be done. Because, a lot more to uh, be done. Yeah. Not dealing 100%. with mental health is like a slow bleed, right? Because we are dealing with issues where if you're not taken care of, mm-hmm. it does affect other aspects of life. Mm-hmm. For instance, you know, they are taken to facilities that don't deal with mental health. They are mm-hmm. taken to hospitals where they're not equipped with that. And they're taking up ER beds sometimes. Yeah, which brings up to the next, uh, next discussion is... is uh, 
not enough facilities or uh, staff or, 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 or uh, you know, doctors, psychiatrists and everything to be able to deal with this. So, exactly. Uh, you know, there was a, uh, you know, a family member who had, to, you know, who was going through something. We went to the hospital and they're like, because it's on the fence, we can't really do anything and mm-hmm. go see psychiatrists. We try to book an appointment with a psychiatrist and there's a backlog. Yeah. And so, and then, and then on top of the you suffering from this, there, there's some that are available that you have to pay for. Yeah. So imagine if you're going through a tough time and you don't have the money, what do you do? So exactly. the system loses you, you fall through the cracks. Yeah. So it's, it's just like our normal healthcare where we're short on staff, we're short on facilities. Mm-hmm. We need more funding for actual psychiatrists yep. and whatnot. Yep. And just like how we normalize doing basic health checks every year, mm-hmm. we should do it for, for a psychiatric uh, yeah. needs as well. Um, because if this goes unchecked, you know, it's then people go into alcohol, they yep. deal with drugs. That's substance abuse that you don't need to get involved with. Because once you deal with substance abuse, like let's say mm-hmm. alcohol, mm-hmm. you know, too much alcohol affects the liver. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? You go to the hospital, now you need a liver transplant and there's other people that need liver transplants. Yeah. You're taking things away from them. Same Agreed. thing with substance abuse. Yep. You go overdose on narcotics, you're going into ER and our ER is already Already overloaded with things, right? And this is where I blame uh, the producers of these narcotics, you know, where they're just freely made and so easily accessible (laughs) that we should deal with things like that. (laughs) So yeah, we should be able to get more psychiatrists involved, be able to, uh, you know, deal with things like this. Yes. So more, more facilities are needed to, and because again, if we don't take care of this, it, 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 uh, spills over into other, other areas, right? Mm-hmm. Healthcare costs go up and whatnot. So taking care of this will, uh, you know, well, so what is, what is, what is this costing us? Right. What, yeah. what is the cost? Uh, if we don't take care of this or we're not taking care of this properly, yeah. um, you know, and this leads to obviously, you know, people around us uh, that are either going into depression or, or committing suicide or so there's a lot of deaths in the family mm-hmm. uh, that you hear of or friends, right? Yeah. Um, high rate of consumption, as you said, uh, of alcohol and drugs, right? Yeah. And at the end, this is where um, to take care of this, it's costs going up, right? Um, yeah. And know, as for CAMH, it's apparently it's costing us $50 billion a year in yeah. Canada so, to take care of the situation. Yeah. So it's yeah. not a small, uh, small task and it's only going up, uh, you know, so, uh, and they were talking about how uh, we need to, you know, increase it by 9%, 10% or more, or more um, because to be able to, you know, facilitate uh, or take care of our, our population. So, uh, yeah. but we'll, let's talk about some of the solutions. So we talked about why and what the costs are right now of, if we don't take care of this, but what are some of the solutions you see? Yeah, I, I feel like obviously we should try to get our inflation down so that the stress of the, that's affecting people, mm-hmm. you know, Affordability. The affordability, right. yeah. Thank As you. well. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of people are stressing over housing. A lot of people are stressing over jobs and overworking. I know I know there was a talk about four-day work week, uh, yeah. you know, as being a solution. Um, but yeah, the, if, the, if you do that, it, it may work for some industries, but some industries won't work, yeah. right? The, the culture right now in North America is it's always work, 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 and there's no benefits of, you know, uh, like or there's no, there's no reward right like is it to say you you earned yeah you worked hard and there should be a reward right so. yeah and there's no balance right mm-hmm. we're always working just to pay our bills there's no other balance to you know of your home life right mm-hmm. so if we can change that yes some industries might not be able to go to four day mm-hmm. work week but i feel like it can be done 
right? Yeah. And apparently the studies done in Europe where it shows productivity actually went up, mm-hmm. right? It, it it might not seem a lot, but it actually did go does up it, where you have help, four work yeah. weeks, right? And, and that's another thing we can look at Europe because in Europe, uh, the lifestyle is different and mm-hmm. it seems like the people over there are, um, you know, a bit you know, happier or enjoying life a little bit more. And that comes down to, you know, spending more. But at the same time, we can't just have, you know, four day work weeks. And then the three days we have, we're, um, you know, sitting around and sitting on our devices. So yeah, there needs to be, there, there has to be a balance, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And especially here for us in Canada mm-hmm. and here in Ontario. Yeah, we can enjoy the outdoors during the summer months, fall months, but yeah. winter you're kind of stuck at yeah, home. But kind of stuck, there yeah. should be some kind of programs where after school program or mm-hmm. after whatever program where you're just keeping your mind at ease and and you're keeping it busy and doing stuff, right? Yeah, so more more physical activities, especially for kids, teens, adults, even um, you know after school programs, sports. Uh, get, you know that's what we need to involve our um, you know especially in the summer. Like my kids are going to be sitting at you know, are going to be home, let's say, what are they going to do? They're going to be on the devices, yeah. right? Unless we put them in, you know, swimming classes and other stuff. Yeah. And, and this is, again, this is where not everybody can afford that. And this is where we run to challenges, right? Yeah. Where, you know, we can't afford it. So we just can keep our yeah. kids home, right? So. Yeah. So if we were to break down between the age groups, obviously for kids, uh, we should limit their social media, how much mm-hmm. they go on the internet. Yes. Till they reach a certain age. And there should be education in schools about social media. Mm-hmm. Because you you got to teach about harassment, bullying, yes. and sometimes sexual predators, which mm-hmm. the kids unfortunately have to deal with, yep. right? Yep. Um, so kids at certain age have to be taught that. Yeah. And uh, also, like, uh, you know, I for my uh, at my house, I have a Google Wi-Fi where I actually control it from this yeah. time to this time. I have a schedule. Yeah. Turn off this time and... And if the kids have been bad, I just push push a button and it <laughs> yeah. disables their Wi-Fi, and yeah. then they're running down. Um, sometimes I have to do that in case you know for the, when it's lunchtime or dinner time they don't come down. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where you have to have control, uh, and a lot of uh, parents may not know this. So yeah, uh, going online and looking at some of the ways where we can control some of the f- content and limiting even on the Android tablets or Apple, you know, yeah, for sure. Apple ecosystem you can limit it. Like for my daughter, I've limited to like whatever two three hours and then it just pauses the device and then yeah. i have to give it either a bonus time if it's a weekend or whatever a day off or i can i can say give a bonus time or she can request it from me so these are some of the things so limitations on 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 some uh, especially social media or online content yeah. is, is key yep. and even for like if we stay with the same age group mm-hmm. yeah the after school programs will help mm-hmm. you know sometimes some kids don't have good uh good homes mm-hmm. right there's something yeah, there's, something wrong there like, yeah domestic violence whatever yeah. the case may be so yeah. if we can have more after school programs and i know in ontario we actually cut that because ford yeah. decided to cut a lot of things there mm-hmm. but if we have after school programs that can cater to ch- uh, children's needs mm-hmm. and help them with certain things mm-hmm. i feel like that will help in the long run especially in very you know certain neighborhoods that are not well well taken care of right mm-hmm. and that's where the crimes are and so, whatnot so one thing I remember, I, I was walking out, watching an online documentary. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember what country, I think Finland or something, where they actually got kids to do less schooling like in terms mm-hmm. of hours uh, than here, North America. Yeah. They only go for a few hours a day and there's no homework, there's no tests. Mm-hmm. And the kids are actually better off in terms of when they've reached uh, you know, teens or adulthood. Yeah. Uh, whereas here, and I noticed that difference too. When I used to live in Brampton, um, it was a lot of academic push in schools. Academic, yeah. academic, academic. Not a lot of physical activities and whatnot. And mm-hmm. since we've moved over to Halton, uh, the kids have been going into school and uh, they've been doing a lot of physical activities, like yeah. such as 
going to the grocery store or you know doing this doing that and habitat center and and and, and my kid who was struggling uh, my son who was struggling in in in, in the Brampton uh, schooling system he's doing a lot better uh, mm-hmm. at the halt as they say we would give him from a zero to hero uh, and he's a lot more friends he's, he's doing a lot of physical activities I yeah. think that's important as well yeah, along right. with so you can't just push academic on kids and push 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 uh, because that come to the point where it does affect their mental health so a lot yeah. of uh, especially uh, if you look at the Asian countries like Japan North uh, South Korea they were pushing for so much acad- academic uh, programs but mm-hmm. you know the kids were suffering there was a higher rate of suicide and that's the same thing with where we're from India mm-hmm. and especially here in North America and Canada mm-hmm. you know our Indian culture is pushing people like you must overachieve so that you can do better in life. But where's the enjoyment, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. there should be a balance of, like you said, physical activity or something yeah. that's not always putting pressure on them to mm. always overperform. As parents, yes, we can, instead of just looking at what, what we want our kids to be, look at what do they want, what do they excel at, yeah. you know, uh, give them a few sports to try. Don't just go back with what you think is right for your kid. Yeah. Have them express, try a few things, see what they like and, yeah. you know, and let them do what they enjoy as well because you know a good saying is is if you if you love what you do you never work a day in your life right yeah. so and um, it's good to start at key. a young age yep. with this because if you don't start taking care of this at a young age then it does cause issue which you know goes up to other age groups and this is where we start talking about you know from teens to young adults where international students coming to ontario there have been a high rate of suicides mm-hmm. amongst them because they're not doing well at kind of you know in their classes um as well as not even getting enough jobs here to help support their family, right? So we've had issues where the rate of suicides have been up this year. Yeah. For, so for there's a lot Indian of students, students coming from, um, you know, from a, a lot of other countries and they come here and there's a lot of pressure because back home they've they've sold a lot of, or they put us, you know, uh, they've sold their land, they've, they've put a, taken on a lot of uh, burden, um, you know, or... or um, uh, you know, interest, uh, whatever the case may be, to get a loan to come here, and now they have to. It's good that the government kind of increased from twenty hours. There used to be a limit um, of week, they yeah. can work more a little yeah. bit, uh, so they can offset that cost, which is good because there was a lot of exploitation that was happening. A lot of people were working in cash, and a lot yeah. of people workers were using that to their advantage and not paying them and everything. So that's that's a good good thing. But at the same time, they have a lot of. Um, you know, burden as soon as they land. Uh, one is yeah. studies, and then second is is they have to support uh, themselves, and sometimes even send money back home to pay off some of the interest. Yeah. And so whatnot. yeah, there's there's a lot of exploitation happening mm-hmm. where they're coming from, mm-hmm. um, because like you said, they are they are pressured to get loans. Their family mm-hmm. members pressured to get loans at higher interest rates, yeah. and sometimes you have to go through shark loans or uh, crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, gangsters, yeah, right? Um, sell off land or whatever yeah. the case may be, right? You put everything on the line, right? So, yeah, uh, that's 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 another thing uh, that's that's big, and we've seen that some some of these kids are are either disappearing. Um, you yeah. find them at in parks where you know they're in really bad condition. They they're living in parks or wherever. Um, you know they they stop talking to their they just go silent on all over uh, yeah. with their family and friends. So and, and this is the problem with which which I feel like I came here as an international student, mm-hmm. and I feel like certain colleges and universities are getting better, but. You know they're in it for the money because mm-hmm. they're they're charging four or five times more for an international student yeah. compared to you, our they do pay, student, the right? fees are really high yeah. yeah and I remember I used to pay six grand per semester whereas you were paying one point five yeah right yep. so yep. 
I can just imagine this was back in 2003 and now it's 2023. Yeah. So it's probably yeah. more. It's a lot more. Um, the problem is when you are bringing on international students, yes, they do have some kind of programs to mm -hmm. intermingle with other international students. But how do you keep check of their mental health? You're just looking at their grades and that's it. And you're mm -hmm. looking at their money. So sometimes certain universities just, yeah, you're here, you're surviving. That's fine. I don't need to check up on you. Yeah. Which they should take more care into taking care of these students because indeed, you know indeed. in the end of the day they're human beings right yeah and, and the other thing is along with that is, is is we're getting a lot of students to come here but then there's no facility set up for them to stay at there's no boarding so well, they do but the problem is it's even more expensive exactly so i'll use my example i was paying whatever mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. per semester yeah but it was the same amount to go into a into a boarding yeah so another five to six grand yeah but that doesn't include food which i would have to pay separately exactly, which is another exactly. three to four hundred bucks but, a month but what i see is is a lot of um you know especially around uh, sheridan college and other colleges uh, humber college and whatnot mm -hmm. the rental prices are so crazy yeah that a lot of people are posting uh pictures of shared rooms and everything and, and some of these are not even legal basements or they're a hazard you know, and yeah. I saw one the other day too, shared room for seven eight hundred dollars, where you have to share a room with somebody. Um, it's it's it's, and when you live in a place state like that, where you know yeah. you're sleeping on the floor on a mattress, wherever the case may be, and there's you know some of these basements are really unfinished or really in bad condition. Yeah, your mental health has an effect, right? Like yeah. you know, a study was done whether you sleep on a floor where there's windows and stuff and then you sleep in a basement and that could also have an effect where yeah. you have no light or anything and it feels oh, yeah. like you're living um you know underground right so yeah. and this is, is unfortunate like mm -hmm. why as we uh the people like just letting things happen like this why are we being so greedy and just taking advantage of these students right i know there's one basement there was like 14 people living in there and yeah. they're paying like 800 bucks per people right yeah and, and exactly that's, yeah, yeah. that shows how petty and greedy we as society has become because yeah, it's you know obviously people will say yeah we have to pay our taxes and all that but do you really need 14 to 15 exactly, people to yeah, live there live in a, in right one house, and yeah, this is exactly. yeah i blame us partially partially and we all i also blame the government because yep. you're making yep. housing go up with pricing exactly right? if there's not like beside a university or something there should be some accommodation right if we can pay, build beside a go station we're building these parking um you know, floors where we can park our vehicles. Same thing yeah. beside colleges and universities, there should be cheaper accommodations going up. Yeah, right? and, and this is where the universities are taking advantage, yep. right? Yep. So for me, I went to Humber College. Mm -hmm. Again, like I said, per semester, 5.5 or 6 yep. grand. Mm -hmm. And same thing per for the dorm. And the dorm was actually smaller mm -hmm. than what we are in this room here, yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> right? It was small. It didn't provide internet, no TV. Mm -hmm. It was just like, think of it as a cell, but it had doors. The washrooms were shared. You didn't have your own private yeah. washroom. Uh, bed was provided. So in the food, you had to get a food card, which was $300, $400 a month, mm. not per semester. Well, right? So you're taking advantage of international students and even students that come from out of province <laughs> because they have to pay similar pricing. Yeah. Obviously, for the semester, they pay <laughs> less because they're Canadians. But, you know, why are you charging more for all this? And this is what causes stress for students, international students that come here. Their mental health really takes a dive mm -hmm. because your parents, because you feel guilty. Your, your your parents are paying all this and you have to achieve because if you fail, mm -hmm. what happens then, right? Like you're, you're forced to, you know, take the shame of not passing your grades and not dealing with things like that. And yeah, it, it's crazy how, yeah, money is being sent back. They have to work. 
So there has to be a balance between work and studying. Sometimes yeah. you work, what, 20, 30 hours a week and, mm -hmm. you know, then you got to study. And if you don't pass, there's a chance that you might have to go back to where you came from mm -hmm. because that's how strict the colleges and universities are. Yeah. If, if you don't have it's, a passing grade, you have to go back. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's something uh, that's huge toll right now i know um and it keeps getting worse and worse like uh you know um uh, for for international students uh you know as they're coming by the numbers it's it's, it's a greed system uh, these some of these universities or colleges are not even proper they're running out of like a, a floor or a unit or something yeah and the other time they they especially during covid there was online classes so these colleges were bringing thousands and thousands of students where they only have the capacity to have a few hundred in the classroom, right? So yeah. th this is where greed comes in. This is where the government needs to check in as are these facilities proper? Where the housing nearby before the, we start bringing them over? Yeah, and especially uh, if this stuff could be done online, mm -hmm. why can't we do it online with the studies, right? Yep. Um, especially when COVID hit, um, mm -hmm. all these universities and uh, colleges, they were charging the same. Why? We're not using your facility. You're just going through the exactly. online, right? Yeah, exactly. Right? Maybe there try should be a ch cheaper option for online only. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. try to reduce the burden on people. Like, mm -hmm. why are you charging the same, let's say, five, six grand per <laughs> semester for international students? Because some of the international students were actually studying from back home. Yeah. Right? Yep. They, 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 they were not even here. <laughs> right? And if that could be done, why can't we just do that? Right? Yep. Make Agreed. your money off those people. Let them have the, you know, less burden mm -hmm. than coming here. Because... Some people cannot adapt. If they're not socialized well back home, they come here, they are by themselves. They don't have that support. They yep. don't have a family member yep. they can talk to. Yep. Maybe they're very shy in talking to other people, mm -hmm. right? If you're sociable, yeah, you can kind of get better at things. Mm -hmm. But if you're not talking to people, your mental health really just go downhill. Yeah, which brings us to the next topic is, is this work from home um, that came up during COVID as well. And obviously these kids, uh, they were studying. And I can speak for myself. My kids were struggling um, mm -hmm. studying when they were at home, right? Mm -hmm. um, classes were online. They literally, we have three kids. We, you can't sit down with each kid and, and be able to put them in front of, especially at an age where they're, you know, 10 years old or younger. It's hard to do that, right? Mm -hmm. So I think, um, you know, kids during COVID had, uh, you know, uh, suffered a bit from, from their academic and studies and, and socializing with other kids, right? So that was one. And let's talk about adults, right? When you when there was work from home, there still is some companies and there's a big right now uh, amongst the bigger companies like Google, Facebook and all that, or, you know, Tesla, where uh, a lot of people are comfortable now working from home. They've upsized the house or they've dedicated a room where yeah. they can they can work from home and they're comfortable now. Uh, they're saying, I don't want to go back, um, you know, and yeah. this is where, you know, you got to look at costs and everything yeah. and it's coming into play. But at the same time, um, on the other end, uh, companies see a, uh, you know, productivity decrease. You can't do it with every other jo every job. Obviously, there's certain jobs that you can do, like yeah. developers and whatnot. They can work from home. There's certain jobs you just can't. And, you know, and we've seen sometimes some companies or, co or company owners saying, listen, um, they're not as productive. Right. And, yeah. and, and, and also the, the health aspect of it, the mental health aspect of it, when you're not interacting with a lot of people, you're, you're sitting in one room, that's also can have a bad effect on, on you. I, right? I think it depends on a case by case <laughs> with adults. Right. So obviously when, when COVID hit, it showed a lot of people working from home, yep. what a difference it makes, <laughs> uh, uh, especially commuting from, let's say, from Mississauga to Toronto, mm -hmm. being stuck on the highway, yeah. that causes that is stress, tough. right? Mental health. Yep. Yeah, that Agreed. causes yep. so much stress yep. because, yep. hey, I'm going to be late for work. Yep. Can I find yep. parking? Mm -hmm. But, you know, even dealing with that, mm -hmm. you know, it was like, uh, 
dealing with traffic, dealing with parking, mm-hmm. but also waking up early mm-hmm. to go for a job, right? Let's say your job starts at 6 a.m., mm-hmm. but you probably might have to wake, work, wake up at 4 or 5 a.m., right? Mm-hmm. But now that you work from home, hey, I, I don't have to wake up so early, Agreed. right? So there, there's a lot so of things that people... Yeah, there's trade-offs. So yeah, I, and I people realize, like, mm-hmm. I don't even have to stay in a condo. Yeah which was overpriced in Toronto. Yep. And that's why you saw a big push of people going out to the suburbs mm-hmm. and, you know, and purchasing, this, yeah. you know, bigger properties. And agreed. that's why some office spaces are left empty now. Yeah. Um, so it's a case by case basis. Case some by people case. can work mm-hmm. from home, some cannot. And this is where you should have a good manager to discipline people mm-hmm. to help them improve or not improve. Yep. Right. Because if they're not working well from home, then obviously you make them work from the office. And this was a big issue where we had that strike with uh, the CRA. Mm-hmm the main issue was working from home because some people were working from home and that's what they were hired for. And then the CRA was trying to push that and say, no, come to work for office now. Yep. Right. It's because they have. So yeah, there's there. pros and cons, especially dealing with sitting through traffic and going through like road rage and everything. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people who could benefit from that, who are doing one and a half hours or two hours, sometimes a commute per day, per mm-hmm. each way they can benefit, get that time back. So, but it all depends on the work it, industry depends on the job. It depends on, uh, there's a lot of, lot of factors, but that's some things for, we can, we can look at, right? So that's key. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, with the Delts now, they have the issue of now, can they afford their mortgage? This is where their mm-hmm. mental health is taking a dive, right? Mm-hmm. Can they afford food for their families? Yep. Right. Can they afford a car? If they can't afford a car, they have to rely on this uh, outdated transit system that yep. has to take them from place to place, right? Yep. Now, if they can't afford food, it's because of inflation, yep. right? Yep. And what is the government doing? Not nothing. They're not reducing the inflation. Look at Loblaws. The CEO was there saying, hey, yeah, we made this money, but it's not because of us. It's what the farmers charged us, <laughs> right? So they benefited the most. Uh, truckers didn't benefit. The, the, you know, the, yeah. They the, try to blame it on gas prices, yeah, exactly. which is not right. So then at the same time, uh, trucking industry is suffering. Um, mm-hmm. They're not getting these profits. If anything, they're, they're, they're suffering. Uh, we deal with a lot of uh, you know, truckers in our field of work, and they they tell us um, they're struggling. Uh, so they're not getting the benefits. Who's getting the benefits? It's, it's Loblaws, who's getting, who's profiting yeah. the most. And or they're mostly not passing the grocery stores, but yeah, exactly. Loblaws was the biggest example. Exactly. And exactly. the funny thing was when he was uh, talking about this, a week later, he, he gave himself a raise, a, yeah. a million dollar yeah. raise. Yeah. 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 Does a man need a million dollars? Why not pay <laughs> your people that are exactly. working minimum wage, exactly. a proper yeah. Yeah. living yeah. wage, yeah. you know? It's so, greed, yeah. right? Corporate greed. We're, we're becoming like the states. And, that's, and yeah, and what's the government, especially here in Ontario, and I'm pretty sure it's everywhere in Canada, what's the government doing to stop this greed? Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're not there doing anything. Some caps maybe. You yeah. Know, and uh, like how, uh, for example, okay, you're saying food prices are high because the farmers are charging high. Mm-hmm. Okay. Especially here in Ontario, farmers we need to... Farmers are not making money. Yeah. The far, <laughs> you know, not. if anything, yeah. the farmers are not making enough. No, no. They actually have a limit on how much milk mm-hmm. they can produce, right? Yeah. We and have, they have a, to throw away the rest of it, right? Yeah, so, so that's, that's, if we get rid of this cap system and produce more milk, sell it internationally, we can make yeah, more money, we can, we can more reduce more the inflation, yeah. right? But it's obviously corporate greed that's driving up mm-hmm. stuff here. And yeah, I feel like we're not taking care of the situation. And this is what causes our mental health to mm-hmm. degrade because we're worried about taking care of our next set of bills, yeah. right? 
And so, uh, the next thing I want to talk about is uh, again looking at Europe. Um, they have a, they have a really good system. But they here it's it's optional. A lot of uh, first of all, you can't even most people don't even have a family doctor. So going to a family doctor for annual checkup is is out of the question. Um, but they there they have doctors and assigned and everything, and they do an annual check on you and to make sure everything is good. It's almost mandatory. And then um, the other thing that we can maybe look at is is doing like a you know a mandatory health check if 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 one in two canadians uh, are going to suffer at the age of 40 maybe why not like and we, we do that with prostate cancer and other we have other testing why not introduce some yeah. uh, around that age group is is we have to go see a doctor and you have to get a you know a health checkup and whatnot right so i think we need to work on that as well the other thing i want to talk about is updating some of the laws um you know because there are some laws that are outdated um mm-hmm. and if somebody does this they go to jail instead of putting them in jail maybe we can put them especially if it's mental health related and whatnot were caused by that is let's put them in some programs right um and we've seen where mobile crisis team is what we call them um they reduce about 70 percent um you know a reduction in terms of 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 cases happening again right so um the other thing we can do is probably looking at training our police uh, force a little bit to better respond right uh, to health issues because we've heard of those stories where especially in canada and new york and whatnot where uh you know, the way the police dealt with some of these situations, it could have ended differently uh, had yeah. there been a crisis team or, or someone else or better police who are better able to equip uh, or equipped to better handle these situations. Yes. Yeah. So mobile crisis better. teams here in Canada mm-hmm. is basically a police force with uh, a PSW mm-hmm. or a psychiatrist mm-hmm. that respond, but yep. we don't have enough of that. No. Um, and the stat that you said, 70% reduction, that was with uh, Hamilton police. Mm-hmm. Um, that was two years ago where yep. they said they had a 70% reduction. Yep. And you're right, um, instead of putting people in jail, like let's say for substance abuse, mm-hmm. we should give them a chance to go through rehab. Yeah, sometimes you do force them to go to rehab and yeah, it doesn't work, it doesn't but work, it's yeah. it's not a fast process, mm-hmm. right? Uh, especially substance abuse, they're trying to forget something that they dealt with, right? Trauma, mm-hmm. they, they don't want to deal with it you know, emotionally and they yeah. try to forget it. And how do you forget it? You take alcohol, you take drugs that can help you forget things and that mm-hmm. gives them that high to not remember things. Yeah. And if it's not dealt with properly, you're just mm-hmm. going to keep drinking, drinking, or Doing taking the drugs, substance yeah. abuse, right? Agreed. So I know some people say, yeah, we have given them a chance. We've put them in rehab and it didn't work, but it's not a one-time thing. It, it's a continuous process, right? Just like how you try to do self-help for yourself or take mm-hmm. care of yourself. It's not a one-time thing. Just like how you clean your house, it's not a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. It's a continuous, it's a continuous process, process, right? Agreed. So. Yeah. When we put people in jail for petty things like, oh, this guy had drugs, he was high on drugs, or he was high on alcohol, <laughs> if it's a one-time thing, okay, sure, like, we'll deal with it. But if it's continuous, that means there is some kind of mental health situ- situation going on with this person, <laughs> right? Uh, the other thing is, if you know there's a psychiatric breakdown or psychological breakdown with this person, yeah, but take him to a psychiatrist, not take him to jail <laughs> or take them okay. to ER. Just to kind of give you some stats, it's estimated that about 67,000 deaths per year uh, attribute to substance use in Canada. Mm-hmm. So, and that's alcohol or tobacco or whatever. So, right. Mm-hmm. So if we can bring that down, and again, we've set records in terms of, <laughs> in terms of a sale of alcohol in some of these stores and, and, and whatnot, we're, we're, that's a trend that's going up. And if we can reduce that where we can, you know, 
you know, A, save costs where people are using less drugs and alcohol and B, uh, reduce the number of deaths at the end and, you know, suicides and whatnot. It'll benefit all overall everybody. And yeah, and it comes and back to the point where to we it. talked about before mm -hmm. where if they're getting alcohol poisoning or substance abuse mm -hmm. and they're overdosing, it takes away beds from ERs and yep. other beds, right? So. Yep. That cuts down the cost. If we're able to take care of this and deal with this, mm -hmm. then yeah, it takes care of the situation. And that's where I feel like we should start this at a very young age mm -hmm. with kids. That's why that's we were good. doing a breakdown with different mm -hmm. groups. And mm -hmm. yeah, right now we're having adults here. Uh, we're talking about adults with, you know, paying bills and whatnot. And what about the elderly, yep. right? Yep. Sometimes there's elder abuse. Sometimes there's elder neglect where they're just living by themselves. Yep. Uh, people probably have seen like some houses are getting burnt down because there was like, stuff stored in the house uh like hoarding situations with with older yeah, people with older people yeah um this is where we should have a psw check up on them and mm -hmm. deal with that situation but we don't have enough psws we don't have enough man. right so that's that's what trend we're seeing in canada there's yeah. not enough there's uh, not enough it's more about making enough. more money off people's backs yeah, and not yeah, taking yeah. care of the situation yeah and that's funny because corporates should realize once people start dying and there's not enough people mm -hmm. you don't have your money to make any more exactly so exactly. they should be smart about this you need and a healthy and, and and happy population otherwise mm -hmm. you will suffer and we need especially to take care of the baby boomer population that's coming and there's less that we need people um who are healthy who are fit to be able to take care of the other you know the elders right so yeah and the mentally ill so I think yeah. we'll leave it at that. Um, there's a lot of talking points uh, that we covered. Um, you know, f please feel free to share your feedback. And if you are going through anything uh, with mental health, uh, please talk to somebody. You know, I know it may not be a perfect system right now where you can, if it's serious, obviously, you know, seek, um, you know, seek uh, immediate uh, emergency services. But if you're not, start starts with having a conversation. Um, yeah. You know how Talk. you're feeling, what's going on at home with your colleagues, with the, with your friends, with your whoever you're comfortable with, family member. Talk to your mom and dad. Talk to you. You know how you're feeling. I think getting those out there is key. And uh, again, we all need to pull together and get through it together. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, basically, like he said, if you're if you're dealing with things, talk to mm -hmm. someone. If you don't have someone to talk to, there's always programs out there. There's helplines yep. that you can reach out to. Uh, each province here has different phone numbers that you can reach out to. Just Google it. There's always someone willing to talk to you. Um, again, you're not alone. There's yeah. there's people out there that's willing to help each other out. You know, not this world is not always uh, for themselves. There's yeah. actually people helping Some each other out. people out there. Uh, yeah. Just got to reach out to, to the right person. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in your circle, there will, will be somebody. And if there's not, as I said, there facilities but try to reach out to somebody try yeah. to communicate and, and if you feel like you can't then just reach out to us yeah. we'll talk to you guys yeah. too we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll love to talk to anybody uh, yeah. about anything right so yeah. so yeah um, we'll leave it at that thank yeah. you so much for for joining us uh, and listening mm -hmm. to this and uh, we look forward to you know on the next one yeah thanks guys uh, thanks for watching us and yeah if you want to follow us along make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube here uh, or you can go to todaysview.ca and you know, find the podcast that you're into uh, with your own streaming service, either Spotify or Apple, whichever you prefer. Uh, we're all we're all over there. Uh, so yeah, make sure to subscribe. And yeah, thanks for for the feedback. Uh, we appreciate you guys talking to us about that. And yeah, uh, see you on the next one, guys. Have a good one. All right, take care. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to today's view. We hope you enjoyed the conversation and gained some valuable insights from our discussion. If you have any thoughts or feedback on today's episode. We'd love to hear from you.
reach out to us on social media, or leave a comment on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. We'll be back next week with more engaging topics and thought-provoking analysis. Until then, stay curious and keep exploring the world around you. This has been Today's View, and we'll talk to you soon.